Buongiorno. Buongiorno, Eric. Oh, T-Dog. You sound, uh, you sound a little different today. Mm-hmm. I'm a little under the weather, and I'm not saying that because <laughs> it's minus seven degrees outside. Uh, I have some bad news for you, Eric. I'm down bad. <laughs> this guy's in the gutter. Um, did LP get mad after our late night Seattle activation or, or something else? Uh, no, LP doesn't control my life, Eric. Unlike you, I don't have a, I have a long leash, you see. Um, <laughs> my leash and, is tight and, and I'm, you know, right by her side as, as a member of the pack, not the leader. And I'm an obedient <laughs> good boy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a high-pitched bark and a very uh, submissive <laughs> demeanor. <laughs> but, I'm a happy one. Yeah, tail's wagging though. It doesn't matter if you're ta- as long as your tail's wagging. I think they, you know, tail's wagging, but sometimes it's in between my legs, and that's because I've just been disciplined. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I thought if you were disciplined, that would keep that tail wagging, but I guess I don't know you that well. The <laughs> Everyone's got a dog in them. Just some of those dogs are a little submissive. That's what they don't tell you. Mm, exactly. Not everyone can be the leader of the pack. Um, sometimes you need a Caesar Milan to come into your life and go. <laughs> I have a dog in me, and by that I mean I I love when someone is like exercises authority and tells me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my my brother in Christ! If you if you're picky at my shit. Am I walking you? Wow. There's definitely like a weird artist patron like relationship here too. Mm-hmm. The, the sandwich artist is unfortunately the dog. <laughs> and I say that with respect for all my sandwich artists. But mm-hmm. Yeah, they say that a sandwich artist is the man's best friend and mm-hmm. nothing proves that more than the subway artist, you know what I'm saying? I wish my sandwich artist was my best friend. I could really use the uh, company and also uh, resources. Damn, they got a lot of they got a lot of access to tomatoes over there. Yeah, they got a lot of inherent value. That's a high value man right there behind the behind the cutting board. And I gotta say, sometimes it's all the companionship I'm looking for. You know, someone to just wag their tail and roll over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Don't sleep on access to unlimited vegetables. Like, in this economy? Dude, yeah, absolutely right. I'm like, at Subway, they're trying to skimp on the lettuce. I'm like, fuck no, bro. Let, let, that, let that hand sleep on the gas, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, fall asleep at the wheel here. Mm-hmm. Anyways, what's wrong with you, Ty? Are you good? <laughs> There's so many things wrong with me, Eric, but uh, the particular <laughs> affliction uh, this week is I'm in an epic battle with the novel coronavirus. Uh, yes, that's right. It turns out it is real, and I have acquired it. Um, I feel like <laughs> I feel like Pete Davidson when Ye was like going after his neck, mm-hmm. and like I don't feel like I'm deserving of this. I'm not really sure. Like, like I knew I <laughs> I, I was involved with people that maybe I shouldn't have been, and that's how that's why he's after me. Uh, damn and so there's no way that this could have stemmed from our activation right because if so then that means i would need to be an obedient good boy and stay at home 
right? Well, you're an outdoor dog, Garrett. We can, no one can keep you tied up. And you don't have to. I don't think this is a byproduct of our uh, Seattle activation last episode. This is a byproduct of living my life every day outside. I I, I kind of have a, like a 100 attitude every day. I'm always out linking and building. Um, mm-hmm. And I flew too close to the sun. And Damn. Yeah, my wings <laughs> caught fire. Damn, but we just got extra toasty. over here. Yeah. Yeah, extra toasty. Emphasis, emphasis on feeling ick. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to hear that, Ty. That's really scary. In 2022, catching a virus, you know, I always thought you were an early adopter, but you're more of a laggard in this uh, <laughs> in this scenario. And I'm, I'm kind of like, oh, I'm a little worried for you. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's really the worst time to catch it. No offense to all the people that died from it, but um, <laughs> because it's like it's not gonna kill you now. At least it's not gonna mm. kill me because I'm. It's I'm, just an inconvenience. It's so inconvenient, but now the because the world is so back to normal, mm-hmm. I'm just FOMOing on so many activations that I was supposed to be at that I'm missing out on because of mm-hmm. this. So, uh, like if you got COVID, like early pandemic you didn't miss out on shit, you know, because there was mm-hmm. nothing happening. And now there's mm-hmm. so much to miss out on. Yeah. I mean, the best time to get COVID was in January, 2020, when we didn't know it existed yet. <laughs> and then you would just like pass it on to all of your coworkers and then mm-hmm. everyone would be sick. And that's what yeah. I did. Ty. And I'm happy to report that we're all okay. And got a few days off work. As someone who considers myself your coworker, thank you for your service. The exactly. other problem, Eric, with getting COVID right now, missing out on more stuff, but nobody cares that you get it. Like it's because it's such a laggard <laughs> disease, <laughs> like a laggard virus. Like even mm-hmm. the fact that I'm talking about it on this podcast seems kind of uninteresting, right? Like nobody cares anymore. Who who gives a shit? So it's like maximal FOMO, minimal compassion is like. <laughs> the area that I'm working in with this with this virus right now. Wow! Yeah, truly, you are the victim in this um, in this situation. Time, I'm, I'm actually sorry to hear it. Like, it sounds worse to have it now than when um, people were dying from it. I think it might be. I think that's the argument I'm building. Mm-hmm. Can you hear my voice come through twice? Because I can hear myself right now. It's really tripping me out. I only hear you once, Eric. There's only one Eric's voice to me. Is there something weird on my end? Because I'm, uh, I'm just living here. Uh, I can't tell you, Eric. All I can hear is what's going to my left and right earbud. But um, I'm sure the breadheads won't mind. A little <laughs> bit of a double trouble or double treble, mm-hmm. if you will. Double treble. How does this sound? Brilliant. It sounds the, the same. same? Okay, yeah. great. I can't hear myself anymore. I, I did some weird shit on my phone. But never mind, I can hear myself again. Damn, bro. Technology sucks. Dude, it's because you're in this, like, echo chamber prison cell in your new apartment. That's true. It is called the booth, and I have yet to line the walls with Napa leather. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's doing pretty good. I have a nice little Ikea lamp. Um, I got my Aesop candle here that I recently picked up. I've yet to light it. Ooh, nice, nice um, thank you. What, what's yeah, the quote on the inside quote. of the candle? Yeah, what's the quote say? Can I? Okay, I'll read it. 
Can I read it? No age is too early or too late for the health of the soul. And who said <laughs> Epicurus? Mm. Sounds like a nerd. Yeah, dude, sounds like a nerd. And I feel like you need to listen to this advice right here. I think so. I am on a uh, health journey right now, Eric. I've been mm-hmm. uh, taking vitamins. I, <laughs> I tried vi- uh, some orange juice. I was really glugging it back, but I realized that it was far healthier and efficient to drink water with a vitamin C capsule instead. <laughs> so that's my innovation. Yeah, man. I mean, Big Orange would want you to believe that eating an orange is the best way to get vitamin C, but they don't want you to know that, you know, bell peppers actually have more vitamin C. And I think strawberries mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm tired of Big Orange perpetuating these lies. Mm-hmm. Um, I, multivitamins, Eric, are the most underrated innovation of the modern time. The fact that you can have everything that your body needs in just like one mouthful mm-hmm. once a day is breathtaking and no one's talking about it and we're perpetuating here <laughs> all of these um like services that are meant to like make you healthy and live your best life but mm-hmm. it, like vitamins are still going to do that job better like look at subway it's always like a healthy a healthy lunch Bro, you're better off mm-hmm. just eating vitamins and a glass of water for mm-hmm. lunch. You're absolutely right. There is um, a whole like YouTube genre of dudes telling you to like stare at the sun and like eat liver, but mm-hmm. they never say like just take these three vitamins and you'll be like good forever. You know? Yeah. So why do vitamins have such a bad reputation? Why are why are they celebrated so much? Like as much as like uh, like ma- matcha and like moringa smoothies well i'll tell you why ty because we're in the business of selling you the disease and Mm. the cure Mm. i love covid if you were taking vitamins you wouldn't get covid and (laughs) and you wouldn't have to pay for other things to help you feel better like more vitamins yeah okay like you know what i mean so if as long as we are teaching our youth ty that everyone should be living a healthy life then we wouldn't have this like healthcare crisis that we're in right now and we would never have to flatten this curve. All you'd have to worry about is flattening your stomach. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you, the flattening the stomach problem would be kind of like resolved naturally because no one got fat from flat water. Dude, the other problem <laughs> with COVID is like I have no, I have no hankering in my palate for mm-hmm. sparkling water. No craving whatsoever. I'm on day three of no sparkling, and it's a little mm-hmm. weird. So wait, did you? You didn't lose like, your sense of taste. I mean. You're dressed pretty well right now. Thank you. Um, Yes, the all-black uniform looks both morbid and fashionable. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So you didn't didn't lose any, like, sense of smell or taste, right? You're you're pretty much a normal T-dog, just with a fever? My brother, uh, years of training the muscles that are my palate have made me invincible to that uh, as a symptom. Mm Mm-hmm. So some people hit the gym and work glutes, mm-hmm. um, but you are hitting the kitchen and you're you're working on your palate. Yeah, buddy. I, I see every <laughs> color. I hear every note. I I mm-hmm. taste everything in the full that the world can offer. Yo, breadheads. This motherfucker came over one time and was like, yo, sip this, but make sure you close your eyes and plug your nose. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I was like, is this some... Uh, noma noma shit 
some three Michelin star shit. That's really funny. I, yeah. I don't really remember what you're talking about. Dude, you came over and I think we were drinking an espresso martini that I had prepared for you uh, graciously. And Thank you. I think you said, after we had a couple sips, you were like, okay, now take a sip with your eyes closed and your nose closed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and then you did one of these like weird hand gestures to like, I don't know, look smart. And I was like, okay. And then mm-hmm. I gargled some espresso martini and then puked it up shortly after. Oh, right. This is like the tip I learned from the king of coffee. Uh, <laughs> yeah. A man I met in Mexico who taught me how to taste. Uh, you do, in fact, gargle your beverage. And uh, it's kind of like, looks like a mating call in some way. Uh, but it reveals Ooh. the different flavor profiles or nuances <laughs> of stuff. It's, it's fascinating. So, like, I still got it, buddy. I I go to tasting Olympics right now. That's amazing. Do you think you're smart enough to be able to like see a food and then taste it without like having any sense of taste? Like just, you know, so well what a uh, tofu spaghetti bolognese tastes like that you're able to just take a big swig of it and, you know, eat from memory. You can enjoy it. I feel kind of, like kind of like a kind of like a spank bank, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I like, but a mental spank bank. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, I feel like there's a an equally good pun there that I'm quickly racking my brain to come up with. It's. <laughs> don't worry, I we don't can cut this part out if you want yeah, to think a little bit. No, no, I want to. I want to answer your question. I obviously yes, and I, I feel like everybody does. You, I'm sure you have a mature, like a mature, not just a mature enough palate, but a mature enough memory to mm-hmm. uh, recollect what like your chicken parm tasted like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. One of my favorite things to do while cooking is to take a little sip of the sauce with a wooden spoon and be like, "Yep, that's it's done." You know, like that's the best thing you can. That's the best way to look fugazi. <laughs> but right. but also look good to any date you're trying to prep. Right. Is the uh you're performing the quality assurance on the meal, which mm-hmm. implies you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Not only is it quality insurance, but borderline breaking hygiene rules. Like every good chef like doesn't care about hygiene. <laughs> they're they're taking a swig straight from the cup, you know what I mean? They're they're dipping their hand in there, they're touching yeah. stuff, no gloves. Something they're not afraid to like muff dive their face like right into your sauteed onions. So I'll go along, make exactly. sure they're sweating right. But it mm-hmm. would be so funny if the sandwich artist at the end of the foot long preparation <laughs> picked it up, took one little nibble off the tip, and said, oh, Yes, it's ready, mm-hmm. <laughs> just right. Yeah, or if they like put the sauce on their wrist to, just to make sure it was the right temperature. It's like, I don't want to burn your little tongue there, buddy. Wow. Yeah. Well, I it's mean, kind of the sandwich artist equivalent of commission, you know? Yes, you <laughs> bought 100% of the footlong, but you only actually get 95%. We take 5% quite literally off the top to feed your artist. No, no more <laughs> hey, starving feed your artists. artists. Yeah. Exactly. Feed your artists, guys. Come on. It's 2022. You know, tip your artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't want them eating out of a bowl like a dog. We want them to enjoy the same mm-hmm. human food you get to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, I feed my artists some human food, you know? Mm-hmm. They, uh, they really seem to enjoy it. Yeah. 
Well, uh, I am enjoying human food right now, despite my affliction. Do you have any advice, though, Eric, on how I can how I can get better faster? Yes, and the advice I have for you is in my left hand right now, Ty. It is um, an alcoholic beverage. I'm drinking a. I didn't choose this, but it's a nude pink lemonade. And um, I honestly think you would benefit from enjoying some hard liquor right now because you know at the beginning of the pandemic they were stressing the fact that your hand sandy needs to be at least 70 percent proof <laughs> um now alcohol i mean kills germs alcohol disinfects and you know it does wonders for the body obviously so what have you thought about you know taking some uh black label to the face <laughs> you want me to put uh johnny walker in my body like in my lungs this is a respiratory illness you know mm -hmm. yeah some some uh black label for that black lung you got over there damn <laughs> um, you know what so like okay so you're telling me that this is your like very rogan-esque take on solving the pandemic is that if everyone just mm -hmm. had nude hot pink lemonades mm -hmm. then Mm -hmm. this entire debacle would be over <laughs> not the lemonade but maybe a jameson like jameson on the rocks would probably you know at the very least put some hair in your chest you know yeah it's made a few young men's balls drop so exactly but you know what that, was, that used to be my theory when i would go to the club is like i never used to ever get sick at the club because i would constantly be drinking hard liquor and like my like my friends who would come with me who were like driving that night or like didn't drink would always get sick and i'm like dude just take a sip of jameson it'll disaffect everything like you'll never get sick from that right right you like kissing a stranger and you you're like you're not going to put like your ace up with <laughs> hand wash like behind the teeth but yeah, exactly. you can switch around the, the jameson exactly smart, tastes eh? good and saves you maybe i'll it's, break it's the meat after this that's a good idea exactly it's the oral condom <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So you got a case of A18 on deck or what? Yeah, and you haven't cracked that yet? Dude, that's for emergencies. And this is an emergency right now. This is an emergency. And it's probably more vitamin C and tequila than like Big Orange will ever admit. Mm -hmm. exactly. The thing is tequila has so many other things going on for it. They'll never even bring it up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, alcohol has been a longstanding remedy of sorts, Ty. Mm -hmm. You know, when it's extremely cold out there, um, when you're feeling under the weather, these things are by design. You know, I mean, it's what is it now? It's like minus eight, out, minus nine outside. Ty. We gotta, we gotta stay warm. You know, do our best. Yo, it's so cold outside. This is the coldest and most snow I've seen in Vancouver ever since I moved here a decade ago. And I gotta tell you, Eric, I feel bad for anybody that took their footlong sandwich toasted to go. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that, that steamy bag is going to be as hard as a rock by the time you get home. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's like it's like an inverse pizza pocket. Your sandwich will be cold on the outside, hot on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Much like your flesh bag that is you. The <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, damn. Fellas, is it gay to bond with your sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> Fellas, is it gay to tell your co-host about flesh bags? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. wow.
So who who gets more respect in this world, Ty? Flesh bags or lot lizards? Oh wow, I don't know, Eric. <laughs> um, I feel like the, there's kind of like a subset of society which are like the Shrek characters of our world. <laughs> they like live in a swamp, and there's only myths about them, and mm-hmm. they're probably nice, but uh, they they have a really bad pic, picture of hatred of them. And, they both fall in that category. You can't yeah, like the, okay. the unhoused. The yeah. all the entire Shrek franchise is just the um, <laughs> the fluff piece on the unhoused. Yeah, the the <laughs> 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 really is actually. It's, it's like yeah, this fly. ugly motherfucker is gonna get, bag this baddie working at the truck stop. <laughs> Dude, fucking all those mythical pe- feature, creatures <laughs> getting evicted from their swamp. Mm-hmm. Like, and then the donkey's actually just a straight pit bull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, Damn, oh. I want to see IRL Shrek. Fuck Avatar too. Like, I want to, I want to go there. Bro, all you gotta do is walk over to Chinatown, Vancouver, and that's IRL Shrek. Like, wow. constant. It's IRL Shrek Halloween edition, like all year long. <laughs> wow, uh, I don't doubt that. I did yeah. watch. Uh, there was a Broadway show that was running the circuits pre-covid it was an irl shrek like <laughs> thing and it was a musical and uh i think i have some friends that saw it live and they said it was fascinating i actually watched it on i think it was on netflix for uh, like maybe a week surprisingly entertaining eric surprisingly well done they basically re- recreated the film line for line <laughs> on stage and uh, you have to admire. You have to admire the commitment that it takes to create an art form like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, dude, creating something like that would only work if you were like on the autism scale and you probably over <laughs> you overdosed on like Adderall. Yeah. Um, the level of focus required for that is crazy. Um, but did you watch this while under the influence of the coronavirus or? Was this a sober endeavor? I was under the influence of boredom, Eric. Oh, shit. Even worse. Even worse. Yeah. Um, if you have your cloud up enough, you'll never have to watch this because you'll be too busy with linking and building mm-hmm. activations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, someone... You're so right about that. Someone told me one time... It might have been Frank Ocean. <laughs> it's something was like, if your phone is not dead by the end of the day then you're ugly or something <laughs> wow <laughs> i was like that's i heard this like 10 years ago i'm like this is stuck with me you know what i mean it's so true it's like if you are an attractive person like you're constantly having to charge your phone you know mm-hmm. yeah because you're, you're outside you're outside and your phone's going off all day like mm-hmm. and people are sending you videos mm-hmm. exactly if people send you high bit rate content yeah and like you actually probably make phone calls. Like, what was the last time you made a phone call, Eric? Not to say that you're like not a handsome guy, but well, last night I phoned Telus to ne- renegotiate my phone bill. And Dude, I was phoning successful. the phone company doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> like, if the only reason you have a phone plan is to phone the phone company that <laughs> sells you the phone <laughs> plan, it's, it's a pretty funny cycle. Well, sometimes Ty, that's what you got to do. You know, you gotta. Like I said, pay for the disease and then, you know, look for the cure. Um, right. But actually, my last phone call was to you. It was on Snapchat video. 
That was yesterday when you bailed on our podcast. Um, before Sorry that, that. <laughs> it's okay. Before that was Talus, like I said. Um, and then let's see, I got a buzzer call. I called my mom, called my sister, um, some random spam calls. And uh, that's about it, Ty. Nothing, nothing too exciting, but you're right. Maybe I need to start ringing people on the Instagram, <laughs> the Instagram video feature, just totally. at random. Yeah, dude. My last week of phone call history has been like five spam calls, a missed Snapchat video call from you, and then three, <laughs> three missed calls from my LP when she was trying to help me find my phone. <laughs> oh, amazing. That's really the only use of the uh, the phone call feature on an iPhone at this point is to like identify mm-hmm. the position of the missing device. Mm-hmm. It really is like a flaw in the Apple ecosystem because you're able to locate all of your random devices with your phone, but you can't locate the phone <laughs> with those yeah. random devices. <laughs> I uh, can ping my phone, watch, but if I can't find my watch either, which isn't uncommon, then mm-hmm. I won't even I won't know where my phone is, my watch is, or what time it is, and. That's a lot of uncertainty. Mm-hmm. I'm, kind of, I'm, I'm kind of jealous because they're just like staying home and hanging out as you and LP. It's kind of, kind of nice to get a real break from reality. Yeah, dude, I've saved so much money this week. <laughs> like, I don't know. I've been doing the whole like eat out every night kind of ritual <laughs> for the last uh-huh. month. I like when you phrase it as like a ritual or like a practice and then mm-hmm you don't feel bad about it. You know, it's like, I want to do this to connect with my community. (laughs) (laughs) Just gaming yourself. But uh, I didn't realize what a burden it was on my checking account. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really is. Um, I mean, I love to spend more money than I need to because I collect points. And that's a dangerous game once you just get into that. You get to use points for things. (laughs) Then you just spend more and more because you want to use more points. That's true. Credit is manipulative, isn't it? It is. Imagine if we like made money by spending money. Is this, is this how rich people get rich, richer? I think I so. You have to spend money to make money. <laughs> I've heard Mark <laughs> Cuban say that. I think. <laughs> yeah, all rich people say you got to spend money to make money, and I just interpret that as spend money. But I'm not really sure how to do the second part. But clearly, mm-hmm. at a certain wealth bracket, you figure it out, and then that's your job. And that's so cool that your job is to spend money, not make money. Like I, have to, I have to make money to spend money. But at a certain wealth bracket, that flips. That's so weird, actually. What? That's so cool. Wow. I really want to get to that point in life. I don't know if, it, if it's like a maturity level or a financial maturity level or if it's just like an age. It's like at the age of 40, you just like flip. And you're like, oh, fuck, I'm going to get rich now. Like every yeah. 40 year old I know is rich. <laughs> yeah, same. And like, I, I don't see the path where I get to be the same richness as every 40 year old in the greater Vancouver area. But <laughs> there's like a discrepancy there. But I'm just going to trust that God has a plan mm-hmm. for all of us. Yeah, exactly. God's plan. Mm-hmm. I always think about that too. I'm like, how does this person own their car? <laughs> like, yeah, wait, totally. wait a second. You podcast and you have two cars. How the fuck is that possible? doesn't add up it doesn't add up well um continue to spend money and hope that it turns into money and if it doesn't work out then maybe i go broke and maybe that's god's plan b (laughs) 
<laughs> God's plan B. Yeah, you're right, Ty. I think, you know, we got to just make the best of it while we're here on this planet. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why we spend an hour to two hours a week talking to the breadheads. Yeah, we're, this is an investment in all of us, our community of mm-hmm. herbs and the legacy that is both Subway and this podcast. Mm-hmm. And BlendJet. Use the code BREADHEAD12 at BlendJet.com. Save yourself some money, guys. Come on. In these dark, dark times, you just you heard us talking about it. We don't got cars. Ty's got mm-hmm. one, but I don't know if he owns it <laughs> or, if, or if RBC owns it. <laughs> uh, I do, in fact, own my vehicle, Eric. Um, That's good. Uh, yeah, you're tightening your belt loops. You're maybe cutting some corners financially, but you don't need to stop cutting corners of fruits and vegetables in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you get a blend jet too, uh, 15% off ish. Like we're over promising the, uh, <laughs> the discount. Off. We're ramping up the discount promise just to get you into the link, just to get the click through rate up. Yeah. And then uh, once you're on the site, we don't care if you convert. Yeah, we're um, rounded up. It's okay. All, all I do know is uh, fuck Anchor. You know what I'm saying? Anchor won't pay us. Yeah. <laughs> Anchor cut our cut our, uh, cut our our asses off. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks to be blacklisted by the same platform we grew up with, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Money tears families apart. Exactly. Um, if you're listening to this, Anchor, it's too late. Um, <laughs> Fuck Anchor, you know what I'm saying? It's free, but you'll be also be working for free. Um, yeah. They won't pay you. They they just said no. We gotta we gotta keep our money because uh, it's a recession, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, uh, they turned you into an audio slave. Mm-hmm, exactly. Uh, here we are sitting in our uh, apartments, <laughs> you know, in our nice booths. Mm-hmm. talking about subway what a privileged group we are but we're actually doing it for free so we're not very privileged at all we're actually doing worse than the artists yeah yeah worse <laughs> so with that in mind buy a blender support the pod um mm-hmm. and uh that's all i got for you today eric same here i had an article i want to talk to you about but fuck yeah i don't even really care anymore sounds like a friday problem I'm going to find a problem, which is in two days. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, see you folks Friday. Talk to you, Ty, on Friday. Um, hope you recover. What's that? What's that little little gunna, little little baby in Gunna song? It's like never recover. Unless that's well, Drake. Never recover. Yeah. Uh, I may never recover, Eric. I'm going to be. Per- I- like mentally always in sicko mode physically kind of in sicko mode but kind of coming out of it (laughs) well i hope everything works out for you um drink up thank you (laughs) sweet sweet cheers cheers guys peace